This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. You know, one of the coolest tax credits out there right now, and it's actually been out there for quite a while, is the R&D tax credit. And it's, it's one that just doesn't, it doesn't get a lot of like a lot of hype around. It. it doesn't get a lot of advertising, kind of like the ERC credit. If you're a business owner, you've seen some advertisements for the ERC credits. A lot of those are, are fraudulent. A lot of them are valid, but we're not talking about the ERC credits. This is the R&D tax credits. This is the research and development credits. And first off, I'd like to talk to you about probably the most common misconception I see about the R&D tax credit. And it's where people think they go, okay, well, it's R and D. And you think of the types of companies that have R and D it's like, it's say you're, you're, you have R and D to create a medical product or an R and D to create food. Or actually most people don't even think of food. They think of like medical R and D or a scientific R and D. They think of people in lab coats type of things, but research and development is not specifically related to scientific research and development. It is a very broad category and a lot more businesses are eligible than, than you might think. A lot more, at least just about every time we talk to people about the R&D tax credit, they're, most of the time they are eligible when they didn't think they could have been eligible. So you've got a four, it's a four-part test that the IRS has. I'm actually going to read this part of it or just go through this specific list. So it says like, to be considered under IRS regulations, a business needs to pass the four-part test. So the number one thing is you need to have it needs it does need to be technological in nature. Well, it needs to it needs to yeah at least be technological in nature. So there needs to be something related to it: science, engineering, physics, chemistry, biology, or computer science. So that's one of the tests. If you meet that, it could qualify. It needs to have the, next, the second one is the elimination of uncertainty. And this is right here. It says, you must demonstrate that you've undertaken the activity to eliminate uncertainty about the, here's some keywords here, the development or improvement of a product or process. So development or improvement, so you can improve upon a product or process. It doesn't have to be a brand new invention, something the world has never seen but if you're improving up upon a product or improving upon a process, that, that second one, people might think product, like I, I would normally think a product, yeah, that makes sense. You can have an R&D for a product, but if you're talking about a process, like if you are building a tool or if you're building, I'll, I'll tell people like in the restaurant industry, if you are building a recipe, a recipe, your recipe for your, like your specific food at your restaurant is you're developing that recipe, you're researching it, you're developing it, you're testing it, you're trying it out, you're changing things, you're hiring potentially employees, you're paying for food costs, you might have equipment costs, you're creating something. Even if it's a recipe, you're creating a product, but you're also creating a process. So that's, that's an example of, of an industry you might not think of, like a restaurant. Uh, the next one is, uh, for the R&D credit, the process of experimentation you must demonstrate through modeling, simulation, systematic trial and error, or other methods. I like the trial and error one. That's the one that most people use. You need to 
you need to be able to prove if you needed to that you evaluated alternatives as you're trying to get to a certain result. So if you want the back to the food example, you want a really good pie. We're trying to create a new type of recipe for something that hasn't existed through trial and error. You're creating something for your business. You're creating that recipe. You're creating your potential product. And there does need to be a, well, a business component to it. So the activity, it needs to relate to a new or improved business component. And the purpose of that should be to improve function, performance, reliability, or quality. So again, it doesn't need to doesn't need to be a new product. Remember, you could be improving the, like, you need to improve something. Uh, you can improve the function, the performance, reliability, or quality. Like it states there, the the last one. So the there, remember, there's four different things that could potentially qualify you for the R and D credit. And again, it doesn't have to be scientists in lab coats. It could be you do going through trial and error in your business in the construction business. Maybe you're tr trying to come up with a new way to uh, build something. You're paying for engineers, you're paying for architects, you're creating something, even in the construction industry, it could be a new process or type of product that you're developing. Uh, remember, so it's technological in nature, elimination of uncertainty, process of experimentation and the bit of business component. Those are the four tests. Okay. So if you are eligible, so if you cross that threshold, you're like, yes, I'm improving products. I'm improving processes. A lot of businesses are. Um, once you cross that and you, you decide that you are, then, then it comes down to like just understanding the dollar amount that we might be talking about. Because then you, you got to figure out if it's even going to be worth it to, to go after the R&D credit. So if you've got, and I, I give people an example of about about 10% and it, and it varies maybe between five and 20% of these costs can qualify. So if it's a, if you spent, say you spent a hundred thousand dollars developing that pie, that pie recipe I talked about your R and D credit, like money that you get back into your pocket could end up being like 10 to $20,000 back in your pocket. And that is a credit. It's not, a deduction. You've already spent the money. That's the deduction part. This is a credit money that's coming back into your pocket. And it's really kind of subsidizing the cost of developing a new product or new process. So that's the that's the the cool part of it is getting some of that money back in the form of a credit. And there's these companies like if you're spending, if you're spending a million bucks, and there was there was a new tax law change where the refundable portion of the credit that can come back to you. This was, I believe it was passed in 2022, where the refundable portion is up to about is up to five hundred thousand dollars is how much can come back, come back to you to offset or to offset payroll taxes. Because a lot of times if you're a startup and you're spending a lot of money, you might not have a big tax bill at the end of the year. But if you're paying employees to run the business or if you're operating at a loss, you don't have income taxes, but you might want to offset payroll taxes. So payroll taxes is another is another type of tax where this credit can be applied to, and you can offset payroll taxes like on an ongoing basis. And if if you don't use the credit, say this five to twenty percent of your expenses, if you don't use that credit in that year, you can carry it forward to to years in the future. I think it's like a twenty year uh, twenty year carry forward, but or twenty you can carry it forward for twenty years without losing it. So you've got a lot of years to use it up. So that's that's the rough dollar amount. I. I usually just give people a rough estimate of maybe 10% of their costs, but you don't, we really don't know until you run 
run the calculations and go through the numbers and and actually do the estimates. But that get, brings me to the last point. The last recommendation I have is make sure you have, like when you're going through the claim process, make sure you have good record keeping. Because if, if your records are all over the place, if you're running expenses for personal accounts or different business accounts, it's going to be nearly impossible to calculate the credit. If, you, if you've got a business you want to claim this for, uh, have your bank account for that business. Make sure you're running the expenses through that business. And a lot of businesses, you're already going to be established, like very well established. You could be a large company. You've never, you've never done, you've never done this before. You could have millions of dollars of revenue a year. You've never claimed the R&D credit. You can still claim it. Um, just make sure your books are in order. You got good financial statements. And then if it's my firm or another firm, like going through your numbers and, and estimating what the, what the tax credit could be, that's, that's going to be a big part. That's going to be a big help having good records for that. So the last part, so the record keeping I mentioned, but as part of that, like record keeping, the next step is just the claiming process. So you do claim it on a tax return or it's a specific tax form that you claim it on. And we're taking basically the numbers in your financial statements, the actual expenses that you sent that you, that you spent on the R&D activities we're going through and seeing what actually was spent on R&D activities, separating those from your other expenses, lumping them together, and then reporting those on a specific tax form. In this specific tax form, once we've done all the calculations, the form itself isn't that complex, like one or two pages, but it's the summary of all the work that was that went into adding everything up. So this, the R&D credit, the, the last step is just putting it on the tax form and then offsetting your income tax or offsetting your payroll taxes. And that's where you're actually getting the benefit. So remember, it is a credit where it doesn't reduce your income. It actually reduces your taxes and creates something that's refundable back to you. And great for not just for not just for scientific businesses, but all those things I started off or I mentioned in the beginning, if you're improving a product, improving a process, that's the main point I want to get across in this episode is if you're improving something or creating a product, um, make sure you're asking about the R&D credit and at least going through a, a preliminary analysis of it. A lot of companies out there will do the, the preliminary analysis for you, let you know what their fees are. I'd be aware of companies that charge really, really high fees, like 50% of the credit amount goes to them. Make sure you're not using companies like that, but um, just go through it. There's no harm in going through the analysis to see if you qualify. So that's it for today. Make sure you go check out the R&D tax credit in the future. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. 